wow, just trying to not speak from a crying voice here, but <laughs> that's crazy. I can't, I didn't, I didn't think I was going to cry like that. That was insane. Welcome to Heart Picker Podcast. You're listening to Lara. This is part two of episode one. Phyllis passed at April 24th at 8.20 p.m. So she's gone. She's not with us anymore. Wow. April 24th. <gasps> so, whoa. So I published, I didn't even realize this, guys, but I published, I published the intro a month. How do you call that? One month anniversary. The, the day that she died one month later. <gasps> I have to sit with that for a moment. Grief comes in stages, guys. <laughs> I cried so much the first time that... <sighs> okay, yeah. I cried so much the first time that Phyllis told me that she was gonna die. Because I never met someone that wise. <laughs> you know, you hear documentaries and you hear interviews and you hear podcasts and you hear amazing people but I think few people have the privilege and the luck to have someone that close to you I want to do something that makes justice to who she was and I know that it's very hard to do that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do a perfect job I'm just getting started but what I'm realizing is that how much I miss Phyllis how grateful I am that I had her in my life how sad I am too that it was too short three months that's all I had with her and it's just not enough <laughs> it's not enough but no it is enough it is enough it is enough it's it's how it, it was meant to be. And I'm so grateful. If it weren't for her, I don't think I'd be doing this podcast. I don't think I'd be writing a book. And I I would still be a scared little girl. I wish she would have had more fame and recognition in her life. But that's the lesson here. Is that we're not doing this to be famous. I hope that this episode will do justice to those lessons and that everyone will feel what I felt when I was listening to her talk. As long as she impacts you, which I can't control, but all I can do is deliver the message. That's crazy. I can't, I didn't, I didn't think I was going to cry like that. That was insane. Phyllis has taught me that we need to create, we need to live a life from our creativity, and that we can do that any way we like. We are in control of our lives, and that the number one thing that we need to do in order to live any kind of happy life is to know ourselves. I know you've heard of this a lot, I've heard it a lot, and I didn't know, well, how do you know yourself, you know? How do you, how do you learn about yourself? But I think you do it through a little bit of solitude. 
She also has a video on conscious dying and I'm going to put the link in the caption. And you can check out her channel if you want to hear her talk. She has an Instagram. She has great content. But that video, Conscious Dying, was a live that she did all about her final words before she, she left and how we could view death from a different perspective. Conscious dying. She says it's not dying. We don't die. We move to a different dimension. And she is a researched woman. She's not just all woo-woo. She brings the research into everything that she says in terms of spirituality. That's what I love about her. Rest in peace, Mama Phyllis, my spiritual guide, my spiritual teacher. Wherever you are, I feel you every day, every night. This one's for you. So you took off to Thailand. What were the yes. first challenges? What were the, your challenges in that process? Realizing I wasn't there to find another man. <laughs> yeah. That's a big one. That's a big one. It's a big one. It goes, okay, why am I here? Why did I just up and leave everything I know? Beverly Hills. I mean, Beverly Hills was calling me. I was acting. They were like, we, you don't even have to audition. You have this gig. You're going to produce a show. La, 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 la. Like, ah, no, I'm going to pursue spiritual something or try to learn something. And I'm like, am I crazy? And then I'm doing it alone? <laughs> am I crazy? And I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. It means enough to me. It matters on a, on a level I couldn't explain. Couldn't explain. I just had to go. I just, it wasn't intellectual. There was no... I hadn't read um, our girl's book. I'd read Fear of Flying, but I hadn't read um, uh, Eat, Pray, Love. And so I was just like, I'm going. I'm going. I'm just going. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to go do it Uh, because there's something I got to know. There was a a longing and a hunger I fulfilled, Hmm. period. I need to know. And then if that didn't work out, I knew I could always go back. Because my family was like, what do you mean you're going? I'm like, and, and I've never gone back. <laughs> That's, That's right. It's been a one-way ticket every time. I'm like, oh, I'm not going back. No, I enjoy the learning. I enjoy what it gave me. I enjoy the fulfillment of, oh, that was beautiful. I would have never eaten that. I would have never seen that. I would have never experienced that if I hadn't gone out there. And as my 93-year-old auntie said to me, she said, you have done what most people have been afraid to do. Fear has kept them. And I, again, when I was 19, and I had to learn that fear is something you go through. It doesn't stop you. It's something you go through. And it's a good trigger, a good tool to use to go, yes, oh, I'm afraid of something. I, I should look at this. Follow your fear. Yeah. Follow the fear. Pay attention yeah. to it. It's there for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. how many years was this in Thailand? Four years, eight months. Okay. Four years, eight months. Long enough to go, okay, I'm ready for something else. <laughs> ready for something else. And I would have stayed. I was quite comfortable, but it got too polluted and made was difficult to stay. And what was that something else? A relationship or a different career path or just a different place, different culture? 
Well, I have been a, a, a three-time cancer survivor. And one of the things for my body, I can't tolerate pesticides. I need to be three feet away from them or I have a reaction, physical, oh. painful reaction. And so, unfortunately, Thailand is the biggest rice producer in the world and Monsanto is the biggest uh, sprayer of that rice. And so when it got to the point I couldn't even walk around anymore without, mm -hmm. uh, because there's rice fields everywhere. And uh, the, the, the pesticides were in the air. And so I just like, this is painful to live here. It was that. And so that level of sensitivity of my body said, time to go. You know, it's time to go. I didn't need to be politically pushed out. It, my body said, it hurts to be here. It just simply hurts. And so I was traveling, you know, I'd go to Bali and I'd go to South Africa, I'd go to Europe. And I said, oh, where can I go? Where can I live? Where, where is it safe for me to be? I went to Indonesia, looking for Asia. I love to Asia. I love the food mainly. Um, and it just wasn't there. And uh, Vilcabamba, Ecuador, there's a, a woman who visited from here in Thailand. And I met her one day on the street and we got to chat and she told me about the place. And I went, oh, okay. So one way ticket, boom, here I came. Here I am. <laughs> so it was easy. And, and, and for me, you know, I do have a rule for myself when I travel. I have a push factor. And I have a pull factor. Okay. So the push is why I need to go. This ain't working. I don't like it here anymore. And the pull factor is what's over there. What, what have they got that I would like to see or be different? And so uh, it, you know, I had the air, the quality, less Monsanto. They had legal marijuana. I was like, okay, I can be an adult, you know, not you know, sniffing around and hiding. I said, yeah, I, I'd like to. And after coming, uh, leaving America from California, where you're like, oh, finally, we're adults. And I was not going to go back into that kind of behavior. So that was one of the, the, the things. And then, you know, the, the magic happened. The magic happened. I said, I'm thinking about it. I desired it. And then, uh, like, how I got to Thailand is the same way I got to Ecuador. One of my clients bought me a ticket. And okay, I'll buy you a ticket. And I went, oh, 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 okay. The magic happened. Wow. That's amazing. That's yeah. Synchronicity, that right? Mm-hmm. Bingo, baby. You know, again, I'm going, oh, <laughs> that happened. And when it happens, you know, five years apart like that, you go, wow, that was pretty consistent. And, and um, I made no effort. I just thought about it and longed for it and spoke it and it happened. And I, that's what I think is so cool about being human. I think that's the best part about being human is that we live on this planet that our responsibility is to co-create. We are creators. We are natural. We think. We magnetize. Boom, it happens. That's the magic of being human. Mm -hmm. And we have a responsibility to caretake the planet. But what is natural is this process that keeps happening. We know our power to create by our thoughts and our emotions. Just think of what we could do.
if we're children are trained that way oh yeah there, there'd be very little fear or there there's always fear but there wouldn't be fear domination and anxiety and 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 you know maybe that's the next generation's thing is the anxiety and depression of our generation won't be as strong because we'll be teaching our kids because we don't want them to suffer that you know it's that whole and and maybe we go too far into saying you're special you can do whatever you want and and then they'll you know then you have the millennials or no generation x Right. Uh, yeah. What, what level? And, and and to be fair, yes, you can do whatever you want. That wasn't a lie. They just didn't tell them the whole side of the story. It, However, it takes working hard. It takes <laughs> this. It takes that. They just think they're gonna get it. And right. It doesn't, yeah, it, so then, it doesn't just come. We have time. We have effort. We have to work it, and we have to do some actions toward it exactly and um and sometimes it is just as simple as speaking our thoughts and manifesting but you know basically we go okay i'm not going to stay home i'm depressed i'm going to go to the library and research what a difference that makes yeah you have a desire you get up and follow your desire wow then you learn something and then you go oh that was easy so it, there is steps to the process and, and i love what the mayans um, and i've loved mayan astrology for that reason because they look at purpose of humans. And they said the formula for humans is time multiplied by energy equals your art. And we are all here to create art. So whatever you take, whatever you focus your time on, everybody's got the same amount of time here. A minute is a minute is a minute. A life is a life is a life. Whatever you do with that, that's your art. Whether you sat at home and ate popcorn and you know didn't care and you know just let life take you or someone tell you what to do or you did the job or or did you go out and create and follow or do something scary and push past the fear did you get through the fear yeah, yeah. because it's just a little space a little bit everybody got some we got everybody got a little fear we get excited we like the fear yeah, but it, it's less and less it's doesn't have a stronger hold on us the more we do it thank you we do it and we're like oh we're we survived we're okay we'll still yes. be scared but we'll we'll you know because we did it already it doesn't have a yes. just so it's the only way to 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 surpass fears to just do yeah. it to go through yeah. it so the it's times yeah you've had plenty of near-death experiences other than cancer you you've said and more than anyone i've ever you know heard of at your age how have you felt how have you felt first i have many i have three questions first how did you feel when you were going through that second in the past because you've it's been at different ages that you've had, for example cancer mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um second why do you think it's been or why do you think it's happened to you so often yeah and third what did you learn Okay. It's hard. Let's let's do cancer because the other ones were, you know, plane crashes, you know, those various crazy ones that whoa that kind of those you don't you can't see coming. With cancer, you know, I know why the cancers. I lived in America and it's quite polluted, period. You know, this is we're in a we live in a toxic pool and most countries that have had we've had chemicals 
uh, Sandal was created in 80 years ago. So there's no one alive that has not been exposed by chemical toxins. So we live in something that's going to kill us one way or another if we get exposed by it too much. So at 38, when I got my first cancer, um, I didn't realize it was from the birth control I was taking that gave it to me. And I was like, um, okay, cut it out. That solved the problem. Just cut it out. You know? and, and it was, West, trust the doctor. <laughs> trust the guy and see if he'll, uh, he'll solve your problem. He's, uh, but he, what they don't tell you each time, each time this has happened, I, every each time I trust the doctor, they don't tell you the whole story. <laughs> and the whole story was, well, yeah, we're cutting out an ovary and you have only a 10% chance of being able to get pregnant, which I didn't know until I got married and was trying to have kids at 41. And I was like, oh, what do you mean? Yeah, well, yeah, you got scar tissue and la, 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 la. Heartbreak, okay. 45, cancer comes back again. Crap. And everything in my body said, don't do chemo. And I tried not to, but I couldn't find any other answers. I couldn't find any other alternatives. And I didn't know anything about Chinese medicine or Ayurvedic medicine or energy medicine or quantum medicine or any of these things. I didn't know anything about them. So I went to the chemo. And uh, at one point, I said, this stuff is killing me. And I went, I had a light bulb go on, and I went to the library, and I pulled up the, you know, that long, really tiny sheet of all the things you're taking in that drug, and then you realize, I'm taking rat poison. <laughs> what? Wow. All different kinds, four different kinds, and what the four different kinds do. And I looked them up, and I went, "Oh my god!" And so I stopped taking it. I didn't finish my chemo, and my doctors were not happy with that I didn't take all of my chemo. And I said, eh, "No." Um, and I felt empowered finally. Felt empowered to take my life back into my own hands. And I wasn't listening to some white man in a white coat telling me what to do. Because he wasn't telling me everything. Because he didn't know. And, he, and you know what I realized? Western medicine doesn't even teach nutrition. They know nothing about healthy nutrition. Nothing. At all. I was like, oh, my God. The third time, because I was told um, every whatever stage you are, was it stage three of the, the second time I had cancer? I said, every stage you're at, you get a 15% chance of it coming back. So at 45%, I knew I had to do this. But what did he tell me? Well, how do I avoid it? Diet and exercise. <laughs> That's all I got. Diet and exercise. I was overweight. I, I love chocolate. I still love chocolate. <laughs> and I went, uh, okay. Um, but nothing about pesticides. Nothing about the water you're drinking that, you know, California at the time had um, 
oh my gosh, we had, uh, remember Aaron Brockovich who did this movie about uh, all the pesticides in the water that they were doing fracking in the water. We were drinking that every day. And I was like, I'm drinking poison. Oh, and the more you peeled back the onion, um, California would brag, or Los Angeles would brag, we had the best drinking water in the country. That's because they put 45 different chemicals in it so that it would taste good and it would pass inspection. And you went, what? You, you mean you're just lying to me? You mean my government's lying to me? You mean this is lying to me and that's wrong? And I, I'm like, oh, come on, y'all. And then I went, I can't fight that system. I need to leave. And so that was that push factor to leave America. And it empowered me again to take my life in my own hands. And empowerment is something, you know, once you get it, back off, Jack. <laughs> once you got it, you're like, uh-uh-uh-uh. You ain't telling me what to do. You know, you know better. You know better. And so it, you know, it was a slow maturity. I wish I knew that at 25 versus 45. And 50, but it was, I have to take responsibility for my own life because I can't trust my government to take care of me and tell me it's okay. Tell me what to think. Tell me what to do. I need to be responsible. And that forced me to keep looking, forced me to find other answers. Um, Health, you know, I said, how did you awaken? I said, I, I would have died if I hadn't awakened, period. You know, health made me, force me to waken up and go, oh, it's not, you know, I'm a, I was a party girl in LA. What could go wrong? You know? Yeah. I'm dancing with the stars. What could go wrong? You know, it's like, everything's fine. But no, it's not. It's a veneer. You know, as, as I remember, I heard a Mexican woman say about Americans, we live in a gilded cage. We think everything is fine and we're just being lied to. And I went, oh, I don't like that part. I don't like being lied to in a relationship by my government, by my priest, by anybody. A lie is not going to, not when you got radical honesty, kind of like, well, wait, if I bring this bar to myself, what are you doing? So that was that process of having to make those choices for myself. Uh, other part of the question was, what did you, well, I think you, you've said it, how you felt, what you, what you learned. Why do you think it happened so often? I think mm -hmm. you, you've answered those. Yeah, we thought, we said ignorance was bliss. That's what they told us. <laughs> ignorance was bliss. I'm like, mm -mm -mm -mm. ignorance is dangerous. It's dangerous. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and interesting. Now, here's one of the things I don't want to blame anybody for their ignorance, because here's what's. Here's what's happened in our Western culture. Uh, we have been sent to work eight hours a day. Now, our human bodies don't like that. It's not natural for us to do something for eight hours a day. That's slavery. And they know it. And it doesn't allow you to be creative. It doesn't allow you to challenge. It doesn't allow you to rest. It doesn't allow you to recuperate. And so when that happens, you're just kind of a slave to a job because then they get you with that, well, you got to do this, you got to do that. And so that slavery is cruel, cruel. 
we, we have been abused. It's so true. it's not our fault. And that brings out the angry black woman in me because I want to go, stop that. Stop that. I love that we all have to sit at home right now. I love that this is forcing us to rest. Yeah. Yeah. To figure out what's important to us, how our own natural rhythms. And that, and that's why a lot of people don't know what to do with themselves because they're used to that system and, and yeah. that schedule and the yeah. structure. And now yeah. they have to figure that out by themselves. I, I, right. I can never get used to the office job when I was in Canada. And Ooh. I always thought, well, it's cause I'm lazy or I, or it's cause I'm a millennial. And, but really it, it was, it was a fact, like it was many factors. One, I didn't feel like I was fulfilling my purpose or doing my creativity. I'd come home and I'd be exhausted. So I'd have projects mm -hmm. in my mind. And so when I went to Asia, that sort of made me free. And I thought that's it. I have to figure out how I can live without that kind of life. But even the last year being at home and having my own, you know, my little side gig, keeping me going, it's not that much money, but it's enough. But then mm -hmm. when I have the rest of the day to myself, I had a, it took me a long time to get over the eight hour mark. I mean, I thought I had to be in my, at my desk by, from nine to five. And if I got to oh, my yeah. desk at noon and only worked until <laughs> maybe three or two, yeah. I felt like yeah. that's it. That's a failure of a day. I wasn't productive. And it wasn't about time. It's about the quality. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And we only have about really four hours of good pr production time in us. That's natural for us. And, and we should be blending it. You know, I mean, it is an amazing, and here's what happens to our brains in particularly. If you are in that eight hours, you stay in beta brain, or what we used to call in the old day, a Luddite. Luddites get wiped out because they, they don't awaken enough to go, oh, I need to change to survive. But then you have alpha, you have beta, and you have gamma. These are higher consciousness of the brain, period. You allow your brain to go, boom and take your, take your body with you. You know, we were told we have a double helix strand of DNA, two. We have 12, we don't just have two, we have 12. And they've called the other 10 junk because they didn't know what to do with them. But children are now being born, whatever that next generation is, with six of those strands already turned on and awakened. So they're already operating at a higher level of consciousness in the body. Their bodies are different. They have evolved into something else. Mm -hmm. And we who have been trapped in this beta lifestyle have to fight to get through it. Literally. We have to leave our jobs. We have to go and do the things that is contrary to everything else to get through to that. But it's our freedom. It's our freedom. And it's not about where we go, what we do. It's just the freedom to be human as we are meant to be. Yeah. That's what matters. That's what matters. Um, it's so beyond the relationship. It's so beyond the fulfilling family life and job. It's like, yeah, it's afraid. more than that. Yeah. It's being human. Mm -hmm. We got some skills we ain't tapping into. We're like, ah. And it's, we deserve it. And in my lifetime, I'm grateful to 
acknowledge that and to talk about that and to share about that and go, hey, y'all, guess what we missing? The party's over here. <laughs> the party's in Gamma, baby. Get to Gamma. Get to Gamma. Take yeah. your body. And it's so hard. That. It's so hard because even, again, we have, even me, when people ask me, what did you graduate from or what, what's your job? It's so hard for me to explain, well, I'm not living the traditional nine yeah. to five cool job and I didn't get the cool degree or the very impressive degree. I'm just trying to create stuff and it's really hard. Because you're talking to betas. You're talking to betas. And when that's, you're, that's when you don't thing. have you got to find degree. another tribe. That's yeah. the thing. When you don't have that tribe, you're kind of on your own and it's hard yeah. to get that confidence going. Yeah. Do you think, do you think that that's the reason society has sort of made us to become that way is because it's what benefits economy. Like it's, mm -hmm. if we, if we told kids, mm -hmm. you can actually live a different life. You know, there won't be jobs. People won't want to do their jobs then. Or they'll want to make less money because they don't need that much yeah. money. So they won't be working as much. Good. That's the scary part. They don't need the money. <laughs> they, you know, you know I, I love the cartoon with the guy, the alarm goes off at six in the morning and all the things he had to do before to get to work at 8.30 and all that he has to do now that he didn't have to, you know, he can just walk, roll up to the computer at 8.30. And I'm like, and he's smiling. And I was like, oh, something happened. We changed. Our world changed around us and we are a happier person. And that surprises us. And I, I'm, I'm grateful for that because we, we see that we can be different. We see that it is possible. We see the opportunities that are available to us. Mm -hmm. We can reach out for them and get them. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's no reason not to when you know you can. Yeah. When you know you can, you can have what you want. You can have the dream. You can do the art. You know, I, I have an artist friend who's making me do more art. And I'm just like, okay, I haven't, I haven't played. You know, I like to collect art. I don't like, I'm not a maker of art. So I like, but having to do it has forced my brain into new areas that I never expected. <laughs> it was like, oh, I didn't know that was possible. And, and, and new doors, magic happens, all of this stuff happens. And I'm like, okay, go figure. I don't have to go back to that. And, um, industry, business uh, doesn't make money that way. They want you to, uh, uh, Ford, Henry Ford, designed the American public education system. And it was designed to get people to do the same thing over and over and over and over again, because they wanted to train you to stay beta brain. Mm -hmm. And so you can build their car because you're not living your dream. They get jealous and they want to put you out of business when, when you're not building someone else's dream. But when right. you're building your own dream, you don't need, you don't need. And getting people to move into the cities and urban life and all of that, you know, they had to put the carrot out in front of the naked, which was money. The carrot was money. Mm -hmm. And um, you can have a, a, this kind of life and ooh, excitement, you know, but there's a, a bit of a slavery. What can I say? An interesting yeah. kind of slavery. We have been wage slaves. 
what do you predict the world will be like post coronavirus or how will we be Ooh. well we corona is just one uh, you know as i said there's it's virus you know it's flu season we just gave it a fancier name it's flu season we get over that and then we something else come and then it's flood season and then it's you know did the crops fail and you know what's china and us and russia I hope they don't shoot each other you know this is an interesting bio war that's going on but it'll be and americans only are part of it now um america has an influence on the fear if we shut down <laughs> and going you know we don't want a vaccine so now nobody else is doing a vaccine stop that so we hopefully will be smarter and make more decisions on what we want not following what someone is telling us we'll break the shackles of being told what to do based on fear and if we do that oh happy day happy day happy day happy day we'll we'll get through this so we have a maturity that has to happen and this crisis of corona is a gift it's the crown that is being challenged and that's a gift that we get the a moment to be still and be inward and listen so it's a it's a test as the hopi and the native uh, indigenous people have all said we have a choice we keep doing what they tell us to do and that's not in our best interests right right so we make decisions for ourselves we go along was what we're told. So it, it is an individual choice. And the beautiful thing is, it doesn't take everybody. It just takes a, a, enough of us to go no. And we'll make it, we'll make it. I'm not worried for children so much. I'm worried for the old people that get stuck. Yeah. You know, they can't change. Um, you know, the younger we have to stay home and we learn that oh mommy and daddy want to stay home with us mommy and daddy will teach us we can grow our own food you know that they go oh what do they get confidence yeah totally it's true yeah but at one level i'm not worried about it because whether a storm comes or not uh we've survived it we are the survivors previous generations you know we got here because other people survived so we can learn too we can learn that too so i i think i know we'll come through and i'm going to be working to make sure we do you know i'm like here's the thing there's this immortality issue <laughs> the problem <laughs> that we have to solve you know third dimensional life is kind of cool because there's this time thing it it starts it ends uh but immortality it don't end <laughs> and you have consciousness that stays with you and you got to deal with that and the nice thing about being human is coming out and working out your stuff you know you can work on your triggers you can work on your fears because you don't want to keep manifesting negatively so when you go okay Let me let me work on this trigger. I'm I'm over that fear. I can take off and do something else now. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready. Put me in, coach. I'm ready for the next level. And uh, you know, as I learn, we have third dimension, fourth dimension, fifth dimension, ten dimension, twelve dimensions. I'm like, oh, we're just starting. 
but we we got a lot more to go. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> they didn't tell us that. <laughs> so like, oh, this keeps going. So you don't believe when that when we pass, we just die and our souls die and we're nothing and you know no how, how many ghost stories are out there you know <laughs> somebody talking somebody doing something i'm like well how come they ain't dead <laughs> i kept asking well how come they ain't gone 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 you know and jews that's what they teach there's nothing afterwards i'm like ooh, that's cruel it's kind of cruel the baby picks the day and the time it wants to be born, right? It knows when it wants to incarnate into this thing. So we were conscious before, we are conscious afterwards. So I'm going, oh, there, there's more they're not telling us. And I remember the first thing they do when a conquering uh, a, a war, what do they, who do they kill first? <laughs> the librarians, <laughs> they burn the books. So the things that we can know, they don't want us to know. So we have to find out or we suffer the consequences. And it's up to us. And, and, and unless you're willing, you know, just to go along to get along, right? It's, it's your life. How do you want it to turn out? I'm like, I'm in it to win it. <laughs> like, at all levels, all levels. I'm not done. This, this is not, yeah, just because this doesn't, death feels like labor. It feels like I'm graduating to something else. And I'm like, oh, there's more? Okay, well, what's next? You know, what a, and, 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 and like being a baby in the womb, you can't see shit, you can't hear shit. You just know there's food coming, there's water, you're swimming, you know, and then it gets uncomfortable and you're kicking and you got to get out. And then you start over. And here we are. Okay, who are y'all? Who are you people? What are we doing here? Why am I here? And then we don't get any training because we're not told our purpose. We don't know why we're here. So we've got to figure it out again. Yeah. So you believe in re reincarnation? You can if you want to reincarnate. I'm like, do something else. <laughs> there's, there's more than reincarnation. How about that? There's more options and um, find them. And uh, I just, uh, I want to, I want to know them all before I make it. I can't make a decision unless I know, you know, I'm not, I'm like, uh -uh, don't just be throwing me down a tunnel. Here I come again. No, no, no. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, let's, let's, let's choose. Let's make some conscious decision. And I know I, you know, I, I look at my astrological charts and I've had astrologers say to me, it's like you handpicked your chart. And I'm like, mm-hmm, that would be something I'd do. <laughs> that would be something I would consciously do. So when you're conscious, you make better decisions. The yeah. more you know, creation is power. I kind of have game theory, strategy for life. It's the game. We're all here to play. And I'm like, I'm in it to win it. I want to get as many gold chips and as far as I can go in it and go, and then what? What else you got? And I'm a sci-fi fan, you know, and there's worlds out there. I'm like, why we got to stay here? I want to go someplace else. <laughs> Do something else. So, and I get bored easily, so I got to admit that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you have any fears? 
Good question. Oh. It's there, you know, because it's really nice to think about um, all the things yeah. that could, the, the next dimensions. Yeah, the possibilities. Yeah. But in the that when you think about that final moment, is there any yeah. fear? Because we, we, there's still uncertainty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, have practice facing fear. So I know I'm going to go through it. And, I'm, and it's ooh, like a scary movie. I'm like, ooh, the fear part is coming. And I'm kind of excited about that. Because once I leap over, then the joy comes, then the fun comes. I've had the practice of facing my fears, and I've come through the other side. So when I think about what am I afraid of, I didn't eat enough chocolate, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I didn't get everything I wanted, I'm like, no, what, what's here that I want still? I'm like, I'm kind of bored here. So I'm like, you know, I want something else. I want more. So the fear of coming back <laughs> would be the worst, I guess. <laughs> what if I had to come back and do it again? Oh, please. <laughs> Give me a break. Come on. Haven't I earned? Haven't I done enough work to do something more? Mm. I'm putting in the time for that. Yeah. Like I'm not sitting on my ass for that reason. I'm going to push it as far as I can. I want to push myself as far as I can. I want to be the best I can be. There ain't else to do. Nothing else to do. Right. What, what else are we doing? <laughs> yeah. What else matters? So, no, only if I don't learn a lesson. That would be frustrating. And that, and that, you know, that feels like a nick in my armor. That's the only thing I'm like, did I, did I catch everything? That's like, yeah. Only thing, did I catch everything? That's, that's what I'm focused on. Thank you. Good question. Ah, so what's the ideal af afterlife look for you? A party. <laughs> it's a party, mama. It's a party. It's a, you know, the feeling of a good party. The discovery of something new, ooh, that's the feeling I'm looking forward to and going, okay, can I do more of that? And I, I don't expect it to be perfect. You know, that's one of the things you understand with these dimensional levels and with the chakras. And that's one of the things I'll be talking about on Saturdays is that we know seven chakras, but there's, you know, seven and then there's seven more and then there's seven more. We stand in third dimension on top of the chakras from the first and the second dimension. So we've evolved as a species, but there's more. So I'm like, oh, you know, it's, it's a continuation. So it's like, game on, kids. This ain't done. So you have to realize, you know, get heaven is not putting your feet up. That's what yeah. we've been told. Yeah. And so when we don't see that on the other side, that's when we get a little disappointed and lost. What do you mean? So there's more to this. And that's the... Um, the expectation I have for myself is that I will just keep on trucking. And me, I get bored. So I'm like, okay, what else you got? <laughs> you know, I'm going I'm to go up to the Galactic Federation and go, what's wrong with y'all? <laughs> 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 I 
And I know we're just human, but help a sister out, you know, help a sister yeah. out. Yeah. Um, well, let's do that. That's great. And that's great for others can, to be exposed to that kind of thinking. Right. And in my experience, right. I've, I've had friends who died young out of accidents. They didn't get they mm -hmm. out of nowhere. And um, mm -hmm. do you think it's something that we should be doing from a very young age to think about, you know, death and what do we think or what do we believe? What do we want to decide about it? And, and well, what's this whole again, thing it's about not death. Dying? Yeah, it's not death. It's what do we want to do in third dimension? Mm -hmm. What is the third dimension? This reality, time. It's this time. We have this time system where we come in, incarnate, and then we go out. And we're here for a while and we get to learn some things. We get to play. We live on this planet that we get to create. And then we get to go to the next level and do something else. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's, that's life. That's life. And that's the, it has a birth, it has an ending, but it's a period of time that we get to do stuff and then we get to do something else. So I'm going, but we got infinity, we got immortality. How often does immortality come up in your daily life? We've been denied information. If we were thinking about our immortal lives, we would play this one a lot differently, right? If you knew you were going to die at 45, well, how would you do your life differently? You plan. You'd go, okay, well, I want to get this accomplished. Okay, I got this time period. What do I want to get done? What's the purpose of this time period? And, and I think that's another lie that kind of pisses me off about being human, that they don't tell us. You can know when you're going to die. You can know that. The astro astrological systems, you can find out. But they don't want to tell you because they're like, oh, no, we, we, we can't know that. And I'm like, what do you mean we can't know that? That's a, that, that keeps us stupid. That keeps us ignorant. It keeps us afraid. It keeps us unempowered. You know you're going to work a job for six months, six years. Okay. Great, I'm doing it. You know, I'm in a relationship. You know, this mother, this parent role will last so many years, and then you got to do something else with your life. You plan. Yeah. You plan. And, and so, conscious dying, which is I like to say now, makes you live more consciously. The things I've gotten done when my, when my, my uh, uh, hospice nurse said, Yep, you're dying, I went, I got things to do. Nose to the grindstone. I got work to do. I had that attitude of, okay. You know, and, and the gift of, ha again, experience of fear and the experience of near death has taught me that uh, there's no guarantee here. <laughs> you could check out any time. And I didn't know anything about the astrological stuff. I was like, okay, you know, when you have a near death experience, you go, oh, Okay, what am I going to do with the rest of this time? So it's a gift. And you go, okay. And, and it makes you value time a little more. And, and so I had those experiences. So I was just, okay, it could come anytime. Let me, let me enjoy and let me do what I say I'm going to do. Let me 
write my books, let me, let me tell my stories, let me have some fun, let me do that stuff because it's no guarantee here. And now when the guarantee is up, done, contract's up, okay, thank you. I've had a great life. Even the shitty parts, even the cancers, even the pain, even the divorces, yeah. even the men cheating on you. I'm like, yeah, but I, I would have rather had them than not have them at all. So I'm going, yeah, okay, let's, let's do that. Let's do that. So no complaints. No complaints. It's been full. It's been rich. Even if I had died at 38, I would have... My childhood alone was enough. I was like, that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. I enjoyed that. I had reasons to celebrate. So um, no complaints. No what complaints. resources can we, you know, you're the researcher and like to know things and, and, and learn. And you say, we've been denied of so much information. You know, I wouldn't even know where to start if I were to want to find information on immortality and where, what resources do you recommend starting with? Um, <laughs> close your eyes and ask the question, what do I need to know next? Because you start creating the neurons that start working. What do I need to know? What do I need to know? What do I need to know? And then the heart goes, starts pulling it towards you. It's an internal game. You don't have to go guessing. The mind doesn't have to play. You just ask the question, what do I need to know? It's like, what do I want to create? You're creating your art in you. It's a simple question, mama. What do I need to know next? And, and then let it come. And then somebody will show up with a book and you go, oh, What's that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, it works like that. It's the magic. You're not, you, this is how the planet works. This is how we manifest. This is how this system works here. It's not woo-woo. <laughs> how how do we deal with people who don't believe in any of this and who could be listening to this right now and say, this is a load of crap, you know? <laughs> how, how do we, yeah, how do we coexist yeah. with people like that? Do we just let them be uh, and not try to convince them like you said with your Christian friends? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm like, okay, if it's working for you, keep it going. <laughs> but, you know, you pray, you ask for God to give you guidance. So trust, you'll get it. <laughs> you know, you, you be your own God. That may be blasphemous for some, but you just say, you just ask. There's not a formula for knowledge. It comes from everywhere. I'm, I'm amazed at the people I don't like who teach me things. <laughs> <I'd> admit it. <laughs> They're like, oh, okay, I'll make a note of that. <laughs> you ask you. You're your higher self. You got you to gotta trust you. How can you trust you? You got to start practicing. It, it's, it won't come from anywhere else. You don't go outside to the library. And I, and I love libraries. Don't get me wrong. Me but um, I, can't, I couldn't start there. 
because I could sit there all day and, you know, read about butterflies, not get any further, but I'm like, ooh, they were pretty, <laughs> and, and enjoy it. But I'm like, what do I need to know next is my always question. What do I need to know next? Show me. Have you thought about the legacy? Like, have you thought about a legacy and what legacy you want to leave behind? That's been a very good, tough question because I haven't figured that one out yet. And it, it wasn't until my family who, who said to me, it's my stories that matter, not what you wrote, legacy. And I went, oh. So I'm going to, thanks to you, I get, and I have written about some of my stories. It's, it'll be, I, I was like, oh, it's like a little pressure of like, you get a little time to tell your, all your stories. I'm like, there's no way, there's no way, no way I can tell all the stories. Um, I can just go, it was fun and keep doing it and, and keep doing it for yourself. And if you learned anything from me, don't quit, you know. Treat yourself like your own best customer. Treat yourself like someone you love. It'll get you where you want to go. And I've gotten a long way. and I've gotten very far. And I've had fun along the way. And I've collected beautiful art. And even my bald head. I'm kind of, you know, I'm getting used to it. <laughs> I kind of like it. So. And I'm grateful as a writer, the importance of writing is um, you're a storyteller and you're around other storytellers. And people tell your story. They talk about you. You know, they call you. like, And, and they've called me and I'm like, oh, you heard that story, huh? Okay. And, and so they, it, it works. We share. We, we do. We, we, we are. <laughs> we can't help ourselves. We can't help ourselves. And it's a gift. <sighs> Being human is such a cool thing. And I wouldn't mind doing it again, but I decided I have another, can we, can we kick it up a notch? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I get that. And do you have any, I don't know, final, are those your final words of advice that you'd like to leave behind? Mm, final words. Try everything. Try everything. You don't know until you like it. <laughs> Fear is a, a good measure of like you might like it even more. So uh, try everything. Right. Yeah. Good question, girl. You need to be in journalism. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. I just don't like being told what to be a journalist about. <laughs> I want to do my own there journalism. <laughs> Thank you. We've talked about the main problem we see in society and in humans, and we've talked about many problems already and what you think needs to change. I feel like I've covered a lot of everything. Um, yeah. I want to know one thing. After, so, after you know, three times of cancer, getting over it, cancer, getting over it, what made this time, what made you this time react differently when you, you told me you were tired of chasing it, you know, you're... You feel yeah. you're done. The fourth time. Yeah. yeah, the fourth time. What made you, okay, yeah. accept that? Uh, it, 
it wasn't me. It was my body. <laughs> you know, I can keep fighting. And I'm like, eh, you're not going to win this fight. And it was research. It was like uh, I'd had enough things happen on top of this, on top of this. It wasn't just cancer. It was a, a long-term bacterial infection. It was an electrocution accident that, you know, just kind of stimulated things. And I went, there's some things you just don't come back from. And then you got, okay, got it. All right. We, we, we get it. And so you, you can relax. There's a niceness to that one. And it's like, ah, thank you. Because it's exhausting chasing health at one stage. Oh, yeah. it's, it's exhausting. Ugh. And unfortunately for most of us, um, there's, you can die rapidly, like a car accident. But most of us get sick and then it has this really slow decline. Which one do you prefer? Fast. <laughs> you would have preferred that, really? And for, yeah, yeah. I, I can't even answer that. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I, I mean, if, it, even from this chair, I mean, it's a, it's a thrill to be in this position to be able to talk about what I know and what I've learned and, and all, all of those experiences. So I know that is my life. That's what I was supposed to do, and that's what I do. Um, however, fast and easy, oh, girl, who loves pain? <laughs> the painful way, I'm like, me and my pain pen, I'm like, oh, okay. How many more weeks of this do I have before I get to go? Okay, okay, we're done. Because if you know you're going there, you're going, okay, so can we go now? Because <laughs> this hurts. So if I had my druthers, I'd go fast. But most of us don't. And it's a good thing probably we don't because we can, you know, we fight. We fight to live no matter the cost because that's what we're told. Sure, I did. You know, uh, yes, I have a responsibility. If, I have, if I'm a mother, I have to take care of my children. If I have this, I have that. You know, I have responsibilities. So I can't just die. It's selfish. And so I go, okay, you know, in that phase of my life, I would agree. But I'm not in that phase of my life. And so I've had the richness and the fullness of like, I've checked off all the boxes I wanted to check off. You know, my bucket list is pretty darn done. If you haven't made your bucket list of all the things you want to do in your life, how will you know you've done them? How will you feel accomplished? So, and it wasn't until I was done that I went, oh, yeah, I have done everything I said I wanted to do. I have accomplished a lot. And I, the feeling, let me take that all back. The feeling of gratitude that has been the overwhelming feeling. It's no fear. It's no regret. It's a feeling of gratitude. This was good. This is a good game. I had a good time. That's the feeling that tells me it's okay to die. That's it. It's a gratitude feeling. What advice would you give for people who are on, on the other side and they're, and they're supporting someone who's going through what you're going through? Mm. Um, you know, what are the right words? What, what, are, what is the mm. way to be with that person? Because you've seen all these different reactions you know, the day you mm -hmm. told me I was, you had to console me and I was in shock and just crying all mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. How would you, yeah, how would you advise people? Yeah. 
to deal with um, It's a good time to listen and pay attention because I'm going to go through a journey that you haven't gone to yet. You haven't even thought about it, so it puts you in shock. But, uh, and, 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 but, but let me be on the other side. I just heard you're leaving me, and I'm, and I'm hurt. It's the feeling of loss. We feel it. And I go, you know what? I'll be waiting on you. And that doesn't feel so comforting yet. But he goes, you know, I've had a good life. And as you feel listening again, I'm back in my shoes. I'm trying to be back in their shoes and going, you have to hear the message. And so I think about it was my family members and, and was my father. My father was the first one I had to, at 15 who I sat with as he died. And I, that was a cool experience because I, unfortunately, his, his mental capacity went before his body went. And so he was storytelling to me. And I, I got to learn so many things from him just by sitting and listening because I had no words. I just knew I was about to lose my dad and I wanted to sit with him. And because of that, I, um, it wasn't about me anymore. It wasn't about my loss. It was about his story. And so there was a, I wouldn't say I was selfish. I was 15. I was going to lose my dad. But it was about listening and going, okay, it is about you. It's your turn. It's like, okay, you're about to graduate. I should pay attention now. Because probably what you say now will really matter. And so it, it helped with that feeling of, oh, and I was with him when he died, and I was alone with him when he died. And it was the most peaceful experience I'd ever had of just going, oh, that was okay. You know, he was okay. He didn't go in pain and suffering. This was like peaceful. And it was like, that could happen. And because I've had clients who've also consciously died, I could say, you know, you get to choose how you go, how you think about this, how you choose to believe what is next, how do you choose to believe what you're going to lose. And you have, so think of both options. It's not just about loss, you're also going to gain. You've got that pendulum swing of polarity. What do you get out of it, too? You're not just losing, you're gaining. So don't forget that part. You get both. You get both. There's a push and a pull factor for every trip you take. So why are you going? Because there's something else to do. <laughs> you got someplace else to go. Mm. And um, why are you staying? Because people love you and they want to feed you good food and you want to have great sex and you want to watch the ball game. You know, you, it's, it's comfortable with what you know. And fear. Fear is that other one that goes, let me just sit with you in the fear because everyone is going to have fear. That's, and fear you want to sit with and be, watch it, look at it, work it out. Because we know we're going we're gonna to go through it. We're not going to get stuck. We're going to go through it. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That was a good talk. Sunset time here. Ooh, what about over there? I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, got the same. Got the same. Well, I feel privileged. I, I, I just uh, want to 
now it's my turn to say a few words. Yeah, I feel absolutely Good. privileged because I'm I'm here sitting this whole time thinking, how did I never, how did I not think to interview Phyllis a long time ago? Why am I doing this now? And I and it's honestly, it's it's who knows, you know. I've never had this experience where I get to, oh, okay, you're leaving. Let's do these things before you go, please, if it's possible. And oh, I, yeah. and I, probably everyone in your life is feeling that. I don't know if you feel overwhelmed by that. If people are kind of Phyllis, and you're talking, it's a little bit of that. But you know, some of it is is the this one is important. This one matters. This is, as you know, words matter. As you know, information matters. As you know, you need to be empowered. You could not sit in your own ignorance and your own fear. So I'm like, oh, I work with smart people. So I'm like, oh. Well, yeah. No, when, when you told me that day, I felt like an orphan. I was like, I'm, lo- I, you know, how I'm losing someone of great guidance who I, I can't, you know, I just couldn't imagine the future. And I bet I'm not the only person feeling that way. I bet the other writers are also feeling that way, mm-hmm. especially because we just got started in January. So I it's kind of also I like know. makes you angry yeah. and why, why? But, um, but I did want to, you know, let you know how important you've been to me. And again, probably everyone else that you've, you know, coached because I'm not the only one. I try to think I'm not the only one. Everybody else has also been greatly impacted. For me, again, I feel like it's been a year of impact, not two, not three months. Mm-hmm. You know, in three months for me, uh, yeah. you, you've really changed me. Because if, again, if it weren't for you, I wouldn't be right, trying to write a book. No, whatever. You, you will write a book. I, I will, in, in whatever dimensions <laughs> you're in. You will complete a book. Yeah, please do. Come visit, okay? Have fun in your next dimension, but come tuck in our ear and get yes, into our fingers yes. have fun in that dimension but visit us yeah yeah <laughs> of course why not mm-hmm. you know other people can i've seen other people do it i've seen the testimony i've seen the technology i'm like well if they can do it i can do it so yeah i'm on it and i have the advantage of learning before i go you know i had the desire the desire desire drove me, longing, gloaming, gave me, I need to know how, what do I need to know next? And the answers pop up, the information showed up. So I'm like, girl, we got this. We got this. You're going to be tired of hearing from me. (laughs) I'll give you a break. I'll go visit my home planet or something. I'll see y'all next month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i'm excited exactly. i am exactly. grateful yeah. so very grateful and and if if gratefulness i could bottle it i would be overflowing in gold and diamonds and riches that is the feeling of this experience right now mm-hmm. and it's in these these moments that makes it go oh yeah 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 i, I yeah, bring on the death, baby, because I wouldn't have experienced this otherwise. How would I have known this otherwise? So you got to get through the fear, get to your goals, get to the desires, share this with your other writers, and let's rethink about how we think about death and life and, you know, the basics that we got to know. We gotta, so, we don't, so we can get over our fear. 
Yeah. And that's, I think that's fantastic. I'll be sharing that with, because we all need to be dealing with that now. It doesn't matter if we're young, I think. Thank you. Thank you for encapsulized it very beautifully for me. This is just to get over our fear so we can go on to what's next. And I think it'll really empower people to see this and be like, holy crap, she's talking like that and she knows she's about to go. What? Yeah. Yeah. So that's fantastic. You don't get to see that every day. You really don't. No. As I say, put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. Let's go. Let's see what's next. That's the part I can do is share. I I, I thought, well, I'm not going to let you go without having people know you. (laughs) Maybe not personally, but through through this podcast that I've always been wanting to do. And I, wow, it's like the best first episode I can make and the most motivating. Yeah, you're impressive. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Thank you. So thank you so much for, you know, carving out time. You must be tired from all the talking and thinking and Jesus. (laughs) You energize me. Gratefulness will take you far, but I'm going to go take a nap. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I bet. Thank you. I honor the God in you and the goddess in you. I honor that. And it's a privilege. And so thank you, my sister. And I can't, I can't wait to go play with you in the next dimension, whenever that will be. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) I got the party tent. Come on. (laughs) All right. All right, love. Thank you. Love you. Besos. Besos. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Remember, you can follow me on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, as well as YouTube. Next week's episode will be in Spanish. I'll see you then. Bye.